The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at dropskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex hey guys i have a little bit of congestion so sorry if my voice sounds a little weird um there we go uh so yeah it's been a week uh it's been a a long week in the world of professional wrestling um but i think the biggest news out of all of it of course is that uh Kumi Aroha and you had a great match on the Marvelous Six Anniversary show. Uh, mm-hmm. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. 
Uh, that's that's all that really happened. That's the most important thing. So uh, we don't really have to go in over anything else. So shout out to Kumi. Uh, which it's kind of funny that I say that. That's a bit because that was like the least important thing to happen on that show that related to the women's wrestling. Because <laughs> like Chagoose is going to wrestle again at some point soon. Uh, fucking Rin is a dangerous needlefish now. Shout out to her. Congratulations. Uh, Itsuki Aoki is a, is a champion now. That's awesome. And uh, apparently, allegedly, uh, Mirai is the Cinderella tournament winner. Uh, and yeah, that's that's some of the stuff that happened in this week of wrestling. In Joshi wrestling, specifically. All right. Yeah, no. Um, we also had the, the, the match of the year contest just eradicated because Tsukasa Fujimo and Arisa Nakajima were, were like, yeah, we're going to have the best match of the year. Uh, twice. I haven't seen the second one because the ice ribbon one is low, is like riddled with audio issues. And um, you know me, I need I need to hear those strikes. So I'm waiting that out. But the ceiling one was was match of the year already. So that's that's pretty great. Um, and yeah, definitely nothing else happening in in, in at no. all. No discourse. No, <laughs> no, nothing for us to uh, remain topical about. No forbidden doors this week. Um, no cool Joshi announcements, no nothing. Um, in the world of stardom... The even funnier thing is that this comes out tomorrow. So imagine if, like, fucking... This is, like, I I hope to God that doesn't happen. Imagine if, like, an AEW wrestler just shows up on Star Mission tomorrow. Or today. Or, like, imagine if something just fucking crazy bullshit huge happened on the show that we are too late to cover. Well, we would do a live reaction, I would assume. So, I'm gonna be on a train, dude. <laughs> well, I can do a live reaction with somebody that's not you. Fair. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully nothing happens. But uh, the the main bit of news from the the past week concerning Stardom is that uh, at the uh, Diana Corkin on the 29th, um, or the 30th, I can't remember. I think it was the 29th. Um. 29th. 29th. Um, Luminous wrestled Pink Kabuki to a double uh, countout, so the match went to a draw, uh, which meant Luminous retained. Pretty good match. Did you see that? Yeah, fun match. Mm, Did you? Did you watch it? All right. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, nothing like blow away, but Takase like beat the shit out of uh, Nagi at one point, and it was fantastic. Um, that sounds good. Yeah. And after the match, as we'd kind of predicted, um, Unagi and Mina were like, "Hey, Haruka, you wanna you wanna team with us in New Blood, please?" And uh, she said yes. So the New Blood two main event is now official. It's Unagi Sayaka, Mina Shirakawa, and Haruka Umasaki versus Young OED. So basically, as as we had kind of predicted, um, would go. And uh, yeah, we were correct. Uh, the more important thing is that Unagi threatened to. Uh... <laughs> To assess Takase, and she said, "Shut the fuck up and get the fuck away from me," and walked away. Love Takase, love her. Great, great wrestler. Great wrestler. I was actually watching a lot of Sunday. I was catching up. She's instant. Like she's just great. I love her. She is. Um, and with that, I suppose we should get on to the show because I don't think there's any other news. Um, we won't cover oh, anyway. Too, no. Yeah. All right, so the uh, first show to review, which feels like it happened years ago at this stage, uh, was on the 29th of April. It was the Cinderella Tournament 2022 Finals. Uh, so this show was at the Oto Ward Gym, and they did 2017 fans. So uh, I had set 1,500 as the benchmark, and they completely blew that away. So uh, good yeah, I saw like 1,200. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we undersold that. I'm pretty sure this is the biggest 
attendance at that venue since all the restrictions came in. Because I like, I mean, it was capped at about fifteen hundred beforehand. This is also Storm's like third biggest attendance ever, right? Like it's only been the um, big shows, like the two big shows, right? I'm pretty sure they did some twenty two, twenty three hundred last year. But I can't remember. So I know that they had the big show with, uh, you know, Julia and Tam, and then they had the show uh, Aikawa back in the day. I feel like top five at very, very least. Like probably good for them. Yeah, I mean, we could probably check, but um, it, I don't think yeah. that's important. Anyway, it's a good number. Very strong signs for stardom. Um, the opening match of the show, well, it was a dark match. It was Ami Sore beating Waka Skiyama and Mai Sakurai. Uh, Sore got a win, her first um, actual pin in stardom uh, when she pinned Waka. Of course, you know, of course she did with the Brain Buster. Uh, the most important thing is that Waka had new gear that I thought was just shrunk Utami gear for a while because it's very similar with like the color scheme and the overall kind of energy it gives off. It really is such an odd fit for Waka, but it looks good. Like the gear is great, but I just would never have pictured it on Waka. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 certainly something. Like it, it's a good it's good gear. Like, but a lot of the gear is starting to blend together because they kind of all look similar in a way, which isn't a bad thing because I mean they're all good. But like like you said, it kind of looked like a mix of every other gear, specifically Utami's gear, that you will see in Stardom. So, you know, I thought it was good gear, and I think it's a good change for her, but it's definitely similar to other gears in the company. Very much so. Um, and that's the most important stuff there. Um, the opener of the actual show was Hanan defending the Future of Stardom Championship against Hina. Uh, Hanan pinned Hina with the backdrop driver in uh, just about six and a half minutes. Um, I got a little bit of shit to talk, I'm going to be honest. Because oh, okay. I was watching this. I was watching this uh, with Velkedge. So at first I was watching it with Velkedge and then uh, Sprite invited me to his watch party. So I, I watched it uh, with them after a couple matches. Um, but Velkedge was saying that... <clears throat> Because Hina was away for so long that she will never surpass Rina. And I think in this match, she proved that she's like the better twin. I'm going to be honest. She she killed it. Like, I, I've always been on the Hina train. I've always thought that, like, her technical ability was very, very good. But she killed it in this match. I loved it. Her offense is very good. Yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, I, is... I thought they matched together really, really well, too. Uh, considering that Hina, this is like her second, third singles match in a year. <laughs> so... You know, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, no, it was it was a very strong match. Um, one of the strongest pay per view openers I can remember. Um, and Hanan is just really excellent at that kind of thing, where she she kicks off these shows yeah. with a good match. Um, on a sliding scale, you know, this this is a very high end match, but um, you know, obviously you couldn't give it like huge amounts of stars because people would think you're insane. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, uh, Hina with this performance is already tied my sakurai who i've watched 16 times this year uh on my match guide so take that as you will <laughs> wow that is um you're a strange human um the match after that then was uh, the semi-final of the cinderella tournament it was koguma beating hazuki uh koguma rolled up hazuki in uh just under six and a half minutes so um very good match very well done match um definitely better than their uh, last match, which was obviously Hazuki's first one back, so she was still getting into the swing of things. 
um, a lot of amazing near falls, and then just the the big shock, which was Koguma winning, which uh, not a lot of people had expected, but uh, not unwelcomed yeah. either. I I I I thought this was probably the best Cinderella tournament match period uh, this year. <laughs> My apologies. I I think this was great. I I kind of was watching Koguma just like do her shtick, and I was like, you know, you would think this would get old. But it doesn't. I just love this. I, I love I love her entire like gimmick so much. You know, because like it's it's meant to be taken a bit more seriously than somebody like Fuki Get Death, where it's like okay, she will maybe win a match a month tops. Whereas Gogma's going to the Cinderella final and she's doing the bear. You know, she's doing the bear pose, and like it kind of needs to be respected. Um, but it's so just funny and. I think it's great. Like I, I thought, like I was watching this, I was like, this shouldn't still be great. I shouldn't still love this in like big match scenarios, but it's so fun. Um, and yeah, they did great stuff together. Uh, and Koguma won two for two on Cinderella finals appearances. So that's, that's a good stra- staffer. Uh, we will talk about like the outcome overall and how, how we feel about the like overall outcome of the tournament uh, later. But I thought that was really, really cool to see, and I was really excited for her because, you know, she's great. And I think, you know, giving her a little bit of shine is always a good thing. Definitely. Um, the next semifinal then was Mirai beating Natsupoi. Um, Mirai uh, tapped out Natsupoi with the uh, the Miramare, uh, I believe it's called, in uh, just over eight minutes. So a bit of a longer match there. Um, it was a good match. Uh, there was a lot of arm work, which kind of gave away that Natsupoi was losing, because I thought the arm work would play into the final, and then it didn't. Because, <laughs> um, like, uh, Mariah was selling her arm a lot, That's and I was man. like, oh, yeah, no, Mariah will sell her, her arm against Koguma, that'll be the thing. Um, and then she didn't. So the what I thought was them giving away the result was not, in fact, them giving away the result. Mariah won anyway. Um uh, yeah, it was it was a good match, but it was a lot of like Natsupoi arm work, which is fairly whatever. I mean a donut, my bad. Um it's good but you like Boston Cream Donuts? I think so. With the custard in it, you know. Well, custard I, I don't really get that one, really. Mm. It's one of my favorite donuts. This one in the Homer donut. Uh that was just to get on JD's nerves, my bad. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was just fine. I thought Natsupoi did great. I think Mirai uh, did a good job selling, and then eventually you kind of couldn't notice that it was Mirai's match to win. Um, and yeah, I thought it was, it was good. Probably one of the weaker of the past few tournament matches I've seen. Even of Mirai's, I think Mirai had uh, kind of a better match than Saki, personally. But I was good. Um, and Mirai advances, which kind of disappointed me, because I... Um, was really hoping for a Natsupoi Koguma final if Koguma was going to go through, and obviously that did not happen. So you know my high speed dreams were kind of kind of vanquished, but it is what it is. Definitely. Um, the match after that then was the big gauntlet tag. So the Cosmic Angels trio of Tamnakano, Unagasaka, and Mina Shirakawa uh, won that match. I'm not listing all of their participants. It was basically the entire Dude, I roster. Just, I just read the results. And I totally forgot what happened after it happened. <laughs> like I was like, like that shocked me in my notes. I was like, "What? Oh fuck! Yeah, that happened." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was it was funny. Uh, Natsuko on commentary is always a treat, and I think her just yelling over Oedo Time versus Oedo Time match, uh, where it was, I think it was Rina and Ruaka going at it, and she was like, 
I think the translation was like she was yelling at each of them to do better. Where it's like it's like hit her harder, Rita, evade that rock up, stop, do better. Like if she she was just yelling, and it was great. I think that's good rules on commentary. Um, she should be there all the time until she's healed up because she's just she's insane. Um, yeah, not a lot else to talk about, I guess. It was like because like, way more fun than it ever needed to be. Oh um, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot like to Julia, pull from it, I guess. Julia and Tam did not get the memo that this was a uh, this was an unimportant match because they were doing shoot headbutts and taking apron German suplexes in an undercard tag it's, gauntlet. They're it's insane. hard because, like, I'm I'm like personally, I am so sick of the Tam Julia matchup. But like, whenever they do it, they just like fucking just go fucking balls to the wall and i was like this is not necessary like <laughs> you could just like not do this once ever but you know it was good and then uh i don't know what happened after the match tam won with the german suplex on the apron over the top on julia which was really cool i thought it was a good finish uh me me and me and the boys were like did julia fuck that up because it looked like she was trying to like not fall. yeah yeah it uh it did seem a bit strange <laughs> But I mean, I think I, it makes sense as a finish. Like, I, I don't think that was like you know out of place. Like, it, was, it fucked up the match. But I was just like, if Julia wasn't supposed to fall there, it further proves that she's the best worst wrestler of all time. Because mm-hmm. she's just like incompetent, except for when she isn't. And when she isn't, she's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Like, it, it's there's no there's no middle ground. Yeah, except for when she's boring. Sometimes she's boring, but you know that that's. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Um, so after the match then, uh, the entire Colors crew showed up, the uh, Colors Girls Pro Wrestling Unit. Um, we had obviously seen Rina Amikura and uh, Yuko Sakurai announced for New Blood 2, uh, but here they had Saki and Hikari Shimizu as well, and Saki's kind of the leader of the whole thing. Um, so, you know, big surprise, really. I didn't really expect the entire group to show up. Um Obviously, since Saki and Hikari and this went down, were the Ice Ribbon Tag Champions. So, I did not expect to see that whatsoever. Um, did they lose those? Yes. Yeah, they lost them today. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Ice Ribbon were like, yeah, no, we, we can book colors. We'll be fine. You know, we'll navigate all the retirements and stuff. And um, then they're like, oh, we can't use colors. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not saying that they can't use colors. They probably will, but you know, it's just kind of funny how that time timing went. Um, yeah. Do you so. know what I found out? Uh, Yuko Sakurai and Lady C were childhood friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Lady C posted a picture. It's like it's like we reunited since the age of six or age of seven. It's cute. Um, and I was like, that's wild. That's dope. There's some deep connections there because Hikari Shimizu and Tam had a moment as well because uh, Hikari debuted against Tam um, and they, they probably were a bit close. And now, you know, Hikari had a bit of a uh, long road to get here um, and she seemed quite emotional about it. I'm very happy with Hikari Shimizu in stardom. She's fantastic. Uh, she's going to work so well against a lot of this roster if they stick around. Uh, I don't know if they are, but even then, her and uh, her and Tam. We'll probably have some fun exchanges there. Um, like the okay. Oh, I should have gone back and rewatched the post match with with fucking subtitles because I had no idea what the fuck happened. Nobody really does because um, it was just all over the place. Um, 
main takeaway is that you know the the cosmic angels and curlers are, are obviously going to have a match eventually that seems to be what this is brewing to um unagi bit one of the colors crew uh they they offered their handout for i don't know i assume it's like the colors handshake or something i don't know um and unagi just bit one of them which is very on brand for unagi she she was very uh pissy throughout the entire thing um whereas Talmud's... oh my god unagi like when unagi isn't just winning and challenging for belts constantly she's great like i think she's she's really fun uh i think i think last year kind of fucked me up because i was like she is not good enough to be wrestling in all of these title matches every single week please i don't want to watch her anymore but she like in just like the the when she's on like the lower card stuff she is nearly untouchable like I know that sounds very off brand for me to say, but she's really good at this like more comedy, more, you know, laxed type of things. Uh so shout out to her. Yeah, no, she's she's hilarious. Like, why would you think to bite somebody? <laughs> I just have no idea. Yeah, like it it wasn't even like like they it was they were cool. Like they were all like just sort of like you know, like they there was no heat and then she just fucking bites one of them and I was like, That's not that's not how we do this. <laughs> you would think that she would know. Uh but you know. After years of being a, a rookie in Joshi, that uh, you a babyface rookie at that, that you shake people's hands and you don't bite them, but you know, yeah. she's feral. So <laughs> that's true. Um, so these two teams are gonna fight because uh, colors also like to dance and sing. So this is basically idol versus idol, which is um, pretty fun. That's it's a, decent. It's a pretty fun idea like for that. a feud involving the Cosmic Angels. Um, so let's see how that goes. Um, maybe colors are going to stick around a bit, which would be cool. Uh, give Saki and Hikari the, uh, the goddess belts. Thank you. That is, that is the agenda. There's a, so this further, like, kind of like unisolates stardom in a way. But one thing that, uh, one of my friends was mentioning is that it's like, they're very specifically heavily working with the groups and not with companies themselves, probably because, uh, like groups are more willing to take falls i guess uh because like you know colors doesn't have a top champion and if they did it would be saki but uh and promise doesn't have a top champion if they did it would be either risa or, or suzu but anybody in either of those groups can lose and it wouldn't be like you know huge politic issues um and that's probably why they're like kind of dipping their toes in with the groups more than they are with like companies individually uh we might see more of that going forward, but I thought that was a little interesting tidbit that they have now, you know, teamed up with the two biggest uh, non-company groups in Joshi. So that's that's pretty cool. They're they're the two, the only two. <laughs> I mean, aside from Nomads, Shut up. but Nomads' entire thing is that they don't have a home. So I don't know. Uh, T Hearts, you know, Rico in here. I kind of <laughs> wish he was. I I'm I'm still dying for her and Zaya to just hang out. Or to wrestle, or just to like interact with each other, because like they're I, I love both of them. They're really cool. It goes cool, um, but yeah, I mean the the whole stardom like hates all everybody. I and... just remembered that T Hearts is Yumika Hoda's gimmick, <laughs> and uh, Hoda and Rossi aren't particularly uh, close. Let's just say. Yeah, no. Uh, the the perception of Rossi from AJW talent and those who who knew him in uh, Arjun is very different. <laughs> I think it's yeah, um, I, I, yeah, definitely. If he was homies with you in in AJW, then you're probably still homies. If he was homies with you in Arjun, he burned every single bridge in that goddamn company and tore that shit down. 
he also has a pinfall record, uh, a pinfall win over Yumiko Hoda, which I I would never let him live down. I would I would never talk to him again after booking that. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I was her, so I get it. The heel Rossi invading with Arjun is 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 hilarious. Um, but uh, oh, man. yeah, Afro Afroed by Rossi. But um, <laughs> back onto the uh, the card. I was gonna comment on Stardom not being isolationist, but I feel like. Uh, People who still have that take are just never going to change, uh, no matter how much evidence they get otherwise. So, I think even Sonny became a believer with the next match. Yeah, so um, our, our next match was for the High Speed Championship. Uh, this was Azumi defending against Mei Suruga. Uh, Azumi retained with the Izumi Sushi in just over 13 minutes. Um, great match. Match of the night, really. There, there was nothing better than this on the entire show. Um, you want to know, know what... what... Perfectly establishes my opinion on this match. It happened less than a week ago, and I've watched it twice. Wow. I don't rewatch matches unless it's like a year difference, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, just I just don't do that. Or it's like you know, Kenta versus Ricky Marvin, which is a minute and ninety and not ninety seconds, a minute and fifty seconds. You know, like outside matches like that, I do not rewatch matches. Um. I liked this so much the first time around that I was like, you know what, I need to rewatch it and see if like I was just like, you know, hyper and enjoying it or if it was just actually really, really good. It was actually really, really good. It was one of my favorite matches of this year. Uh, personally, I know that there was a lot of uh, discourse surrounding it. Uh, so fuck you, Disco Inferno. And yeah, I, I was really good. We can get into it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was kind of the ex- an excellent match, but I mean, a lot of it was May Saruga. Um yeah, I I am a big fan of Maceroga. I always have been. She's one of the most interesting wrestlers in the world. Like, there's just so few who do what she does as naturally as she does, and she brought all of that to the table here. All of the personality, all of the trickery, all of the high speed stuff, and Azumi played off it perfectly because Azumi is just an amazing wrestler too. Um, I mean, like you think back to it, like. In that AEW tournament, she had the best match, arguably, and she was incredibly disappointed in her performance. She's like, damn, I kinda that kind of blew that. And I'm just like, you just had to like she and she did like by the end, I was like, Yeah, that was probably the best match of the tournament, at least top two, top three, because obviously there was a lot of talent in that. Like she just is naturally really good. And I think a lot of people uh a lot of people see her May Saint Michelle, or not that's not her. Uh, sorry, K Fabe. Uh they see that. And they think, oh, this is kind of this is okay, but it isn't it isn't like main event level? But she could main event any company, in my opinion. Wow. Like she on her when she's on her game, she is insane. Like she give her every belt possible. Um, and I thought I thought Goblin Mode and just being a little shit was great, and she worked off of it very well. I think I I like I like being thrown off her rhythm because she's in like a new environment because she's not. She hasn't wrestled against May since, you know, Kigetsu's retirement show. And even then, that was a, a triple threat match. Um, I really liked that. felt like Azumi was, like, trying to figure it out instead of just Azumi just being a fucking wall and just, you know, passing off on on, uh, on May. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and all of, the, all of the near falls were so well done because... This is exactly the kind of belt that would change hands on a random near fall. So all of them... I hit like six times. Yeah, like legit. Yeah, I was like, you know, yeah. It was really good. Uh, 
And I thought the, like it was a bit like there were certain things that were messy, but I thought that everything that was messy looked great. Like I think it was like that should be messy. That is supposed to look messy. Like I remember at one point they both kind of went for like a inside cradle, and they were just kind of sort of like trying to like shoulder each other. I was like that looks great. Like that like if you're like a fluidist type, you know who who loves the the Will Osprey ricochet types, uh, you won't like that type of thing. Um, but it was just so like interesting and it looked very like natural and I don't know. I just thought it was really good. Best part of the match, best spot of the match. Azumi almost fell off of the, off the turnbuckle mm-hmm. um, when she went for her big plancha. She started jumping on the rope. Like it was a fucking trampoline to catch her balance and then did a dive. She, she oh, pretty much only hit Utami like may kind of got a little bit of her legs, but like Utami fucking sold the shit out of it. But that was like a insane spot. Like, I love this match. I, I might not be, I might be overselling it a bit, but I, I just adore this. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, just generally one of the best starter matches of the year so far. Um, probably one of the best of the yeah. year overall. Um, it's uh, there's not many that will. It's my number three. Yeah, I don't think I would have it that high. Um, there's a few amazing ones, but like it's definitely near nearing the top. To be fair, I haven't I haven't watched all that much like great wrestling yeah. like. A lot of the matches that people are, are saying are match the containers, I have watched like half of them. So. <laughs> That's fair. Um, after the match then, uh, Azumi was just putting putting over the fact that like, hey, I won, that means we have to tag someday. And May was like, well, no, uh, please. Maybe we can do it in Ichigaya Chocolate Square. And Azumi was like, no. So they will eventually team. <laughs> Uh, but the dream of uh, Azumi and Gato move will have to live to, to see another day, sadly. That that's not how that phrase that saying goes, but I I think I think that you'll probably end up in Ichigai at some point. I think that would be cool. I really I really hope that they keep doing good stuff with Azumi, because uh, again you kind of can look at her last reign. They had the one May match, and other than that, it was just kind of like uh, paint by numbers type of thing. And then she lost to Natsupoi. I hope that they kind of keep the momentum going and find somebody else to also wrestle for the high speed belt. Uh, get Riku Kaiju in there, you know, like, I, I don't know how their, how their relationship with, with Seedling is right now, but get her in there, like, get, get anybody, honestly, like, just get some good stuff, please, I, I really, I've been enjoying her title reign very much, uh, she, her and you are actually the only two wrestlers who are on my top 10 twice, uh, in matches, oh. so, uh, Azumi is just like if you keep feeding her good stuff, I think she can keep producing great stuff. So I really hope that they just give her uh, the time to shine. And yeah, compliments to the chef as always with the Azumi sushi. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, with that, we are on to the Cinderella tournament final. Uh, Mirai beat Koguma oh in uh, just under 12 minutes to win the Cinderella tournament. Um, I was not crazy about this at all match in fact these last two matches i have the exact same problem with both times oh interesting um i thought this was really good like the work was good um, i thought it was i thought it was i thought the work was yeah, good there yeah. was no excitement to it because koguma was never going to win exactly um, although there were some good near falls generally like the work they didn't really even clean. give her like her big spots mm-hmm. like she didn't even her hit her big germans at, like in the in like because obviously Koguma isn't like the singles wrestler of stars. Like you don't see her in singles stuff all the time. But like if you go back to the five star, most matches she would hit like the big German and get like really close to winning before losing or before actually winning. And it felt like she just kind of did like 
her her preliminary stuff and then just lost like after a while yeah uh like i had to do a little bit of defense and just lost like it was it was just mirai going over and it didn't feel like much of a koguma match which i guess in this case is kind of the point but i I wasn't too crazy about it because of that it felt like it was just more of like okay mariah has to win so let's just get to that and then we'll be done with it more than like oh well koguma has to like try to overcome this like power it's like it was just okay mariah's gonna win well yeah so that was quality stuff but it just felt like the vibe was just off i think yeah no definitely um like it could have been better um like the work was clean generally so i I can't really hold it against them um main would you like to talk yeah i mean it's it's been a hot topic uh mirai winning she debuted four months ago she challenged shiri within her first month um she you know her first week yeah she challenged her on the second show was like yo i want to fight shiri and she's like damn bro okay so you know they're they're giving mirai a lot um it's kind of been a hot topic because some people are very against it. Some people are on board with it. Um, I, you know, I I was actually going to start the show out with uh, congratulating Kyoko Noe for winning the, the Cinderella tournament, but then I watched the Yu Takumi match and decided to put them over instead. Um, every day I think about it, the more I realize Mirai is the new era Kyoko Noe, and. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know. The more, the more you say it, the worse this gets. Because you know how much I hate Kyoko. Like, you know how yeah. much I despise her. And I, but, like, I think about it, it's like, even, like, the small things that you think about. Like, the radical change in image at some random point where it's like, you look at Kyoko in fucking 1990 and you look at her in 1991 and she's just a different human being. Just like, you know, Mirai from TJPW to, to stardom. Like, she's teaming with the world champion while also trying to challenge her at every given point, just like fucking Kyoko Noe did. She is like really over with the crowd to like a point that you kind of don't even understand it. Like she's great, but like an absurd level of over um, just like Kyoko was like, and her submission work is like better than Kyoko's. So I'll give her that. That's definitely an over over, but uh, they have kind of the same style where it's like power and submissions like mixed together in a very specific way that they are very similar. Mariah's just better at the style than Kyoko was. Uh, and yeah, I personally enjoy, I like Kyoko Noe when she has good matches. I thought that some of them were pretty ass, but I, I always, I never had a, an issue with her. Obviously Alex, one of his least favorite uh, Joshi wrestlers of all time. Uh, but like at some point I, I was just thinking, it's like, yeah, that, they kind of are similar and it just, I just keep finding similarities between them. So take that as you will. I will I will ignore it and get back onto the talking point. So um Mirai winning. Go ahead. Alright. So I was I was very not on board with Mirai winning. Um she she was the person I wanted to win the least. Uh she interested me the Same. least. Like she Mirai is good. Uh, like really good at pro wrestling. Uh she's very over. She does not interest me all that much. And that's her big issue right now. And I think that's her issue with a lot of people. Um, the whole, like, oh, she's getting pushed too quick thing. A lot of that is just, she doesn't interest me enough to get this kind of push. Because this Julia got this push. And, you know, 
people kind of were against it, but not as many because Julia is an obvious megastar. Uh, Utami got this kind of push, and again, some people were. Against I mean, it. I was highly against the Julia push. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were you were wrong though. Um, Utami got the push too, but again, Utami like once in a I generation think that's talent. A... Um, and Mirai, I would not consider once in a generation. Um, so the big issue with Mirai is that she just hasn't interested people enough, I guess, to where. They're like, yeah, okay, sure, she won, um, but I would have rather Hazuki won or Koguma won. Um, I don't think people are saying Mariah is terrible and that Stardom are stupid for strapping the rocket yeah. to her. It's just she doesn't interest mo the majority of us as much as Koguma does or Natsupoi does. Like, I would have rather seen Natsupoi win and challenge for the white belt than see Mariah win and challenge for the white belt because I don't need another big Mariah match already. I mean, Natsupoi had a match more recently for the white belt than yeah, Mariah. That did. was like one of the best. But I think, I think, yeah, hottest take, hottest take of all time. Natsupoi is a better wrestler than Mariah. Crazy, wow. right? Like you know, <laughs> but but no, uh, no hate to, to, towards Mariah. I think my biggest thing was the defense of Mariah seemed very stupid to me, and that more so made me like question it because like i watched this and i was like eh, whatever you know that's cool mariah is like i i enjoy mariah stuff i was one of the people who didn't really see it with mariah until like a month ago uh i was just like yeah she's fine uh until like that's i eat a match and i was like oh she can really throw some throw some shit so uh i, I was late because i didn't really like that sherry match between her and sherry i was uh, i was like that was kind of fine um and a lot of people like that my thing is that like the defense of Mirai winning here is that it's like, oh, this is, you know, this is what competition is about. This is how you make your roster better is by, you know, rocket strapping wrestlers who are the best. And I was like, but she's not. I think Kazuki's better. That's that's on me. The other defense is, oh, well, Mirai beat your favorite, LOL, uh, loser, sucks to suck. And it's like, yeah, yeah, d that does suck because like I, I like obviously, like, I don't know. I think the defenses of Mirai just kind of annoyed me because I was, it was like very strong for no reason. Like you would swear we were calling yeah. her the worst wrestler of all time with how strongly people were like, "Ah, uh, you're no, no." Stardom always does this. Uh, she's exactly Dude. like all of these other wrestlers. It's it's fine, and I'm like, it like calm down. <laughs> it's not that. Deep. I made a I made a comment. I made a comment about how like oh well, people aren't fans of how. Uh, like it's a positioning issue where it's like, okay, uh, that means that Mariah is positioned ahead of like most people on the roster, save for, you know, uh, Shuri, Utami, and a couple other people, maybe like, and people don't like that. And I don't like that because that kind of passes up on, you know, uh, the homegrowns, which is always like the, the hot topic of, oh, you know, outsiders versus homegrowns. But I was just kind of using that as like an example that's like, oh, well, for years, it's always kind of an issue. People get annoyed when it happens, when it's happened before with people like Julia and, you know, with people like even like the foreigners with people like B and with Tony and like with all that stuff. Uh, and I think I can understand why it's like an outsider coming in first four months winning the tournament. I can understand why people are annoyed. And somebody replied to me giving me the entire history of every belt and how homegrowns win it at 50%. And I'm just like, I, that's not okay. That's not, that wasn't, that's, that wasn't my point. I, that's like, they're like, see homegrowns win the title too. And I was like, that's not what I said. I didn't, 
And it really frustrated me. <laughs> At that point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start hating Mirai just because I'm annoyed. I am tired of this. <laughs> I am sick of I am sick of these people. Um, but no, I think it was just kind of a dumb response. On kind of, And I don't want to be a centrist on this, but it's kind of a dumb response on both sides because I think some people were like, Mirai is bad and she uh, has no personality and she has bad matches. So uh, she shouldn't okay, have won on. because uh, she on. sucks and they should she die. She does have no personality. Not you. Not you. No, no, no. We, 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 we kind of She's this, the right? soul. The oh soul, God. okay? The soul, the soul stuff whatever. is not a personality. Uh, <laughs> Please. She's about as wooden you're gonna as get anything. A, you're going to get us. I've watched NXT 2.0. You're going to get us more speed, personality. Brother. Like, I, I'm not even joking. Oh, no. You have to. No, 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 no. no. You have to clip that. You, you can't say that. that. No. Io Shirai, right? Yeah, he's talking about Io Shirai, guys. Don't nobody else just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but no, like, like people were really heavy on like anti Mariah slander, and I was like, she's fine. And but then people were really heavy on like, oh, you, you're just, you're, you're just gotten to, and I was like, that is, are you mad, Kurt? Shut the fuck up, Jesus. Like, I, it's just, it was a dumb discourse, and I think that thinking Mirai shouldn't have won isn't a hot take. I think that, you know, Hazuki should have won at the end of the day. Like, that's still where I, I see it. Um, but this is what the Cinderella is usually made for, is for wrestlers who are on a lower level being immediately elevated. So I get why they did it, but I just wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked Mirai personally. Um, I don't know. It, uh, let's get far away from this as possible, because I don't want you to dig a deep, deeper hole. I have not dug a hole at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't said anything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, you better not. I'll clip that all out. <laughs> um, the one thing that I will say, um, Mariah is very over. Uh, the match with, presumably, Saya yes. might kick ass. Um, I would just have been more I'm sure it'll yeah. be good. And I, I just would have been more interested I think... in a couple of different options, which is fine. Uh, Stardom has that, too many good options. That was another That was another defense is that it's like, oh, well, you know, in a year's time, come back to me. I was like, no, because like, that's not my point. Of course, in a year, Mariah's going to be a better wrestler than she is right now, I would hope. But like, that's not like right now. I'm annoyed that she is going over Hazuki and Natsupoi and like, like that, that it's a right now yeah. issue like don't say oh well well wait for it to happen i was like that's wwe defense dude like i i agree that over time i'll probably be like yeah mariah's great and you know i it, i was wrong but like right now like no i'm not gonna give that like i'm not i i am not mature enough to be the person who's like you know what in a year that's how I'm going to feel. I'm going to be prophylactic about this. And so it's like, no, I, I wanted Hazuki to win. I wanted Natsupoi to win. I wanted Koguma to win. Uh, Mariah won, cool. I don't mind. But, you know, I, people have a right to be kind of like, eh, about it. So that's yeah, my take. pretty much. Um, and the, the whole, like, they have done this before, they do this a lot thing is, is a weird argument to me because, yes, they've done it before. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think you can compare... I dislike it most of the time yeah. they do it. Yeah, no, most people's <laughs> issue is that they do this a lot, in fact. It's not mine. Uh, I'm all for new people, but uh, I mean, some people are just so sick and tired of, like, outsiders coming in and getting pushed heavily in stardom straight away. Um, and I could see how this would annoy them, especially because of all of the conversation that happened around Mirai going to stardom of, you know, oh, TJ Kudubi didn't use her right and all that sort of stuff, and now 
people are like, oh, Ugh. she got another stardom rocket strap. Okay, cool. Um, so there's just a lot happening there around the Mirai thing. Um, I'm sure she'll have cool matches. I have nothing against Mirai. Um, I'm just not excited by her or like super interested by her, which is cool. Um, not every booking decision is going to go my way. I'm not threatening to cancel Stardom World. Yeah. Like I, I'm like it's fine. I don't have it. Of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, Mirai won anyway. Stop paying for wrestling 2022. But yeah. Um, that though, we are on to the main event. Uh, the main event was a World of Stardom oh, Championship boy. match. Uh, Siri defended against Hameka in just over 21 minutes. Well, just about 21 and a half. Um, Hameka had... I am going to be long-winded okay. about this, so you can you can kind of like go into, into your stuff first. Okay. Cause, yeah. uh, so, sure. Hameka had okay. a new uh, entrance robe and new gear. Looked fantastic. Um, great fit from, from Hameka there. Really looked like a big deal. Um, the, I thought the gear looked like a bit of a mix of the uh, her her and Micah's Goddess of Stardom title winning gear. I felt like it was kind of uh, inspiration from both of them there, colors wise. Uh, I don't know if I'm just reading into that too much. I think I think I saw I saw a bit of like a mix of that and like her a AJ or the, the actress girl's uh, yeah. gear with the friv with the frivoly stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I liked that. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, no, it was great. It was good gear. Um, the match itself, I thought, was great. Um, not the match of the night or anything. Not something that I'll remember come the end of the year. Um, but another great defense from Suri and a fantastic performance from Hameka. I thought Hameka was great in this one. Um, Suri wrestled her normal match. We've become accustomed to the normal Suri match. She's wrestled a lot of big matches in stardom. Kind of know how they're going to go by now. Um, but she always leaves a lot of room for her opponent to really showcase themselves. And uh, Hameka did that here. Her strikes were very good. Her power moves were I... very good. Uh, she kept a really good pace to it. Um, and then when Siri, it was time for Siri to to get back into it for the finishing stretch, she did. Um, my my final point for you, you know, go go with your thing. Uh, Siri, mm-hmm. please do this finisher properly, <laughs> um, or get a different one because the execution <laughs> has not been good the last like. Three or four. It's times. gotten worse every it's, every time it's so she does awkward. it. Except for on Julia, it looked good on Julia. I think. Unless Julia was like, just drop me on my head, fam. Don't worry. She's, yeah, she sold. She sells shit like yeah, crazy. So just um, change um, the finisher or do it better because the execution is getting worse and worse every time. It's just so clunky um, for a bit. This like super finisher, basically. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me preface this. This is her. This is Shuri's third or fourth defense. Um, is this the second? Oh my! Oh yeah, my, no, it's yeah. fourth. This is her fourth. Yeah. This is her fourth. Uh, this is her second best defense. Um, let me preface that. Good match. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good match. Uh, issue is that they really did not accustom it to Jumbo, in my opinion. Because like you said, like Shuri has a big match formula, and that is fine. Her big match formula is really good. She's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Doesn't need to be said. But it felt like it was Shuri versus some random person who is tall and is not bad at wrestling. And that was all it was. Like it, I just did not feel any of Jumbo's like strengths were worked towards. And I think from the very jump, like from the start, when they were like, you know, grappling, I was like, Jumbo shouldn't be grappling right now. 
like it just didn't look right it looked kind of like off and i was like jumbo should be like powering herself out of this grappling situation because that is what jumbo would do like she wouldn't meet shuri like she isn't trying to be like oh i'm a better grappler than shuri a lot of people are, are like that you know like julia's a psychopath who wants to be a better grappler than Shuri. Like, okay, like Mayu's a great grappler, so she's got Jumbo shouldn't be doing that type of thing. And from there, I was like, okay. And throughout the match, I just felt like everything that Jumbo was doing was Shuri's opponent doing it to Shuri and not Jumbo doing it to Shuri, if that makes any sense. It felt like a Shuri match, and there was nothing that made it Jumbo's. And once once she got to her climax with the with the running power bomb, Shuri kicked out, and then Jumbo was like, "I have nothing else to do." And then the match ended a few minutes later. It just it was really anticlimactic for me. Um, I thought that Jumbo's offense wasn't quite what I thought it could be. Uh, she threw she threw some great stuff, and again, I thought it was a good match, but it was a match that followed a formula very well, but it was not the formula they should have used. I think it was the wrong formula. Uh, to make this the best match possibly could have been. Uh, again, love Jumbo. I love Shuri. I think it was a good match, but they did what, like, they didn't do what I thought they should have done personally. Okay, what would you have done? I I think they they should have leaned into Jumbo being a bit more of a powerhouse. Okay. Like I like she was just getting consistently just outworked by Shuri, and she had no response to it until you know once in a while she would throw like a knee, and like it. Her power bombs were great. Her power bombs are always good. Like they always sound good. They always look good. But if you ask me one other thing that Jumbo did in this match other than the power bombs, I couldn't like specifically tell you. It felt like it was just Shuri versus another wrestler. Isn't that every Shuri big match? Isn't that her thing? Like the, you know, she does her bits and then it's up to the opponent to do theirs. Because, I mean, she she mostly does, like, the same stuff, generally. Um, you know, starting grappling, uh, MMA influence submissions that never work. She gets her ass beat, or no, they go out to the outside, they do a big spot, she gets her ass beat, then she starts to come back with a finishing stretch. It's kind of up to the other person to fill in the blanks. But I don't I don't think that worked here. I think that's, I think that's my issue, is that... And I think that, like... The Julia match was different. I, I think that there's that there. I think that's not a hot take to say. Is that Shuri treated the Julia match with more respect than this one? Maybe like that. That might be an assumption. But that she kind of allowed it to be more than what that formula is, uh, and it was more accustomed to a Julia versus Shuri match than it was a Shuri match that featured Ju- Julia. Uh, and like you're right that is more of like a okay you have to fill in the blanks but i feel like that doesn't work with somebody who isn't like every other wrestler on the roster jumbo's you know bigger she is stronger she's more like she should have treated it a little bit differently i think like i think the the entire flow of it should have been slightly different to accustomed to jumbo's strengths a bit more than just jumbo's another wrestler uh just like I think, like that was one of my issues with the Shuri Azumi matches. Because uh, some of them are really, really great when they were like Shuri versus Azumi matches. But I remember one of them. I was like, that was just a Shuri match that Azumi also took part in. Like it was not like it just completely stripped 
the opponent of any, you know, meaningful personality in the match. And I feel like that that's I, I don't know if it's a Shuri issue. I just think it's sort of like a formula issue that she sticks to what she's good at. And it's one of the greatest big match formulas in like wrestling. So I'm not going to like clown on it. I think it's an incredible formula. She does it great. But sometimes against certain wrestlers that I feel like need more of a of a personalized match uh, to make it a great match, I think that it, it fell flat. Right. Um, see, I, I feel like I get where you're coming from. Um, but Hameka still did well. Um, and the match was still good. Now, had oh, yeah, they 100%. not done the grappling... That, that's, that's what I mean, is that the match was yeah, good. No, I, I understand, though. Had Hameka not just succumbed to the grappling like everybody else, and they started it differently, it might have been better and a bit more personalized. Um, yeah, just just small yeah. shit like that, yeah. Okay, no, I mean, I get what you're, what you're saying. I, I think... Yeah. Because, like... Most of the wrestlers on the roster are technically gifted. Like that's just sort of like the baseline for most wrestlers, or at least are relatively, you know, like maybe not believable. Like I wouldn't believe Mina versus Shuri in a grappling match, but I can understand that Mina would want to out grapple Shuri and just be stupid. I don't see Jumbo wanting to do that. So why did she? Like that's not her lane. She's never been a like a grappler type whatsoever. I can't tell you the last submission move <laughs> that she's done that wasn't a Boston yeah. crap. You know what I mean? Like, that's not her. That's not what she does. So I don't. I don't get why she went into that. And then from there, it was just sort of like, okay, that's where this is. This is a Shuri match. Uh, like I said, I did enjoy the match. Again, second best Shuri defense. Uh, I, I thought it was a really good match. Don't get me wrong by any means, but I thought that it could have been incredible if it was a little bit more personalized. Right, fair enough. Um, after the match, then Shuri. Uh, uh, in the post-match comments, made it known that she wants to defend against Risa Sarah at next month's uh, Ota War show. Or, well, uh, by this point, it, it is this month's Ota War show. Um, so, I guess that's where this is finally happening. Uh, Risa Sarah challenged a while back. You're not big on the on Risa Sarah as a singles, are you? Where do you get this idea from? I don't know. I thought you said something about it one time. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe it was somebody else. I feel like there was a like I, don't talk I, about I feel like there was one time a long time ago where I said Maya Yukihi is bad, but then I realized the only time I'd seen her was in a long match with rookie Julia, so I was blaming the wrong person. So you might be uh, confusing that. Zarisa's <laughs> era is cool. Oh no no no! Uh, it was it was something else. Never mind. Okay, I, I was cool. wrong. Yeah, you were just accusing me there, trying to trying to get me heat with the Ice Ribbon fans. Three of them that remain. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's how he's gonna go over, brother. That's how he's gonna go over. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, so uh, to close the show, Mariah came out with the dress and uh, got the plaque. Uh, it was a very nice dress, although a lot going on there. Um, and she said, "You know, I want to, I want to be red belt champion again, but I'm obviously not good enough to to fight for the red belt. So I want to challenge the winner." Wait. That's just fucking like burying Saya. No, because no, obviously her goal <laughs> is the red belt if she challenged for it right away. Yeah. Um, so she did say then, like, I will challenge the winner of Micah versus Saya to um, that is my wish. So the Ota Ward show next month is looking like Risa Sarah versus Siri and then Saya Kamatani versus Mirai as the top two matches, which is a pretty strong, strong lineup already. Um, 
assuming there'll be more prominent people on there. If Michael won, <laughs> if Michael won, because guys, if you guys can't tell, according to this before the the Fukuoka pay per view, it'll come out after the Fukuoka pay per view. So we're just playing it by ear. We don't think Mike's gonna win, but if Michael wins, <laughs> that's gonna be fucking funny. <laughs> that's one way to put it. Um, <laughs> but that's that pay per view. Um, very quick pay per view. There was only what like six matches on the main card. Like flew by. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was a good show though. I mean, you have six matches, and at least four of them were were fun. And uh, two of them I would consider great. So you know, a, a pretty good hit rate there. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought that uh, high speed once again uh, was the best. The high speed match and also Koguma and Hazuki were both kind of high speed wrestlers. Uh, I say kind of. Hazuki is still pretty high speed. I, I just think the high speed style in Stardom is probably the best. Uh, the best it has right now. Okay. But that's just me because I'm very personally. Yes, you are. Um, so the next show to review was on May first. Uh, this is the Golden Week Fight Tour 2022. Uh, the show is in Hiroshima. They did 590 fans here for this, so just a fantastic number. Um, the opener was Tekla beating Momo Kogo. Um, fun match. Tekla again doing really well. Uh, Ko Momo throwing fantastic forearms. Uh, Stars did one training session with Yuji Nagata and are now throwing bomb forearms. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, this is a solid opener. This is one of the, Momo Kogo's best matches. Uh... Like, just, like, best singles matches, because, like, she hasn't had a lot of great singles matches. That was quite good. So, you know, shout out to her. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was a, it was a pretty strong match. Um, the match after that, then, was Starlight Kid and Raka beating Hina and Azami. Uh, Starlight Kid uh, pinned Hina in just over eight eight minutes. Um, another... Three three of the best young wrestlers in the world and also Starlight Kid. Uh this match was pretty <laughs> decent. Um the start <laughs> I had to get that out there. The start was a bit messy. Uh it was kinda like weird. They had to find their flow a little bit, but then after after like a minute or two, it really got pretty good. Yeah, no, it it was um it was a better tag match than I was expecting. Just a lot of action. Uh Azami was, was pretty good um on the comeback. Uh Hina's offense was pretty strong. I thought Kid and Rocka had interesting offense, uh, even when they were doing the the heel beatdown. Um, and yeah, generally it was a, a a pretty enjoyable match for for something that was the, an undercard tag involving a, a multitude of children. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty solid. Um, after that, the show kind of went off a cliff, uh, quality wise, to me. Um, so the next match was My Sakurai, Natsupoi, Himeka, Micah, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo. Beating Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, Saeida, and Mayu Iwatani of Stars. Um, so this started kind of fun with with Koguma wanting to do the bear pose. So all of DDM just chucked Mai into to succumb to the bear pose, and were were afraid. Um, then after that, it kind of de- just broke down into the you know this typical like five on five faction spots. You know they did the the group suplex thing. They were all. You know, all five people would do the same move at the same time. Just a lot of that kind of cliche stuff. That's that's pretty whatever. Yeah, it was it was fine. Like I don't know, it it felt because I was I was thinking about it. 
it felt like a step below the usual like stars DDM type match, uh, like on these like house shows. I don't know why, but I was like, usually these are like pretty good. This was just like slightly worse in every way. Uh, maybe my Sakurai is to blame. Maybe not. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was it was pretty fine. Mayu. <laughs> Uh, so stars did a five person face wash where they all, yeah. you know, do the, the Hanakamura Hazuki boots, the old Oedo type boots. Um, and they did it. And then Mayu was late to run to the rope. So she bounced off the rope while the bo- rope was bouncing back already. And she just fucking launched herself onto the floor and just like completely ate shit. And then she like crawled over to like hit Micah or whatever. It was really funny. Um, cause it was just, it was a true Mayu moment, uh, if there ever was one. And yeah, uh, Hanan took a took a loss in a match that also featured my Sakurai. Um, Why? Because Julia better. <laughs> oh. Shut up. <laughs> um, the match after that then was the Uedo Tai team of Momo Anabe, Rina, and Saki Kashima beating the Queen's Quest team of Lady C, Saki Kashima, and Utami Hayashishita. No, not Saki Kashima. <laughs> Sayaka Mutani and Utami Hayashishita. Um, yeah, this is all right. These, these are way these like low effort Queen's Quest matches that feature Lady C and they get get beat up by Odotai are just not yeah. it for me. Like there was there was like I've brief, I've seen it so many there times. Was brief good stuff with Utami and Momo. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it is stuff we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Even the finish was just Saki getting beat up and then revival, which they've done a lot. I've seen it before, and I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it better before. Like it, it, it was one of those victims of of repetitiveness that didn't create anything new, except for the Momo Utami exchange, which was pretty unique and, and fun to watch. So I'll give them that. But it was just, you know, low effort Queen's Quest getting beat up by a little time, and that was yeah. pretty much it. Um, and then the main event was Konami, Amisore, Mirai, and Siri of God's Eye beating Wakasukiama, Unagasaka, Minashirakawa, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Konami beat Waka in just under 20 minutes with the Triangle Lancer. Um, nice to see Konami back. Uh, she's not doing the white gear. She's not really doing her away to tie gear either, but it's, uh, it's black gear, so her being the white tiger doesn't really fit. In, in that way, but it's fine. Um, and yeah, look, this is every Cosmic Angels eight-woman tag main event you've ever seen. They're all the same, um, just with, with God's Eye people in it. Um, and I mean, Konami, it's her first match back, obviously, so she wasn't, like, amazing. Um, like, I thought some of her kicks were, were pretty not good. Um, they, didn't, they didn't really seem to connect all that well and stuff like that, so... You're really trying. You're, you're trying to get everybody Come on. on you. It's like her kicks just weren't <laughs> that good when you're in there with Siri. I mean, she didn't do much. Like, yeah, I, I think I think she had some. I think near the end, her and Waka actually had a pretty good exchange. Um, but I think like throughout the match, it was kind of like uh, I want to say mediocre. Excuse me. Uh, you do want to uh, say mediocre? Don't you're so afraid. But I. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, also, I will say. Uh, for all of you, you Mirai heads, um, if Mirai wins the belt and Mina challenges her, I'll never forgive you, any of you, including Scott. Scott, I love you, but I never forgive you. I will never. That forgive is fair. You. No, like Mina versus can't. Mirai sounds like like that. they they had they had some they had some stiff like throws, like they had some good good strikes in this one. But like I just watched it and I saw them do like the stare down, like the Hogan Rock, and I was like, this isn't it. 
at all. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't gotta see this. Um, but you know, that's the match that will happen if Mariah wins the white belt. So um, if if we get to that point, it's I I, I hate all of you. I don't yeah, trust any of you anymore. Thinking about it. Um, so that was that show. Uh, first two matches were good, and then it just delved into regular house show fare, which is is fine. Um, that's the only show up so far. I thought some of the second show might be up, um, but it's not. So we'll just talk through the results. Um, the This show is on May 3rd. Uh, this is another Golden Week fight tour. This is in Nagasaki. They did 188 fans. Uh, in the opener, Raka and Saki Kashima beat Koguma and Hanan. Uh, Raka actually pinned Hanan here with the, the freezer bomb, which is kind of interesting. What is up with Hanan? <laughs> like why is she like lost two matches that she realistically could have won? But She's you know, future uh, who am it's, I to? It's the you know, it's the ceiling. Yeah, I guess so. She lost. And maybe the... they're maybe they're setting Rock up for a rematch because um, they've basically beat everybody else in the division. Does so. Does Ami Sore take it? I could see it. Yeah. I think that's probably where they go with it. Yeah, eventually. Unless they just give it to fucking Inaba. That would be dope. That would be fantastic, yes. I would be very much here. Sendai Sendai Junior champion fucking double champion with the with the future start. Like that's that's pretty good. That would be pretty dope. She'd Even wear it very think, well. I think uh Inaba is no longer eligible in like a couple months. She's young she's though, I think she'd be under the age limit. Because I think she's only, I don't know how, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure she's only like 19 or 20. Perhaps. I don't know. I, I still think that would be a cool thing. I mean, they, they've be. done it before with fucking Mina having like a, a, a fucking week that she could be champion. Like, it's like, uh, they've done stupider things. That they have. Um, the next match on the card was Natsupoi and Himeka beating Lady C and Azumi. Oh, yeah, she's uh, 19. Oh, yeah. Himeka pinned Lady C with the uh, JP coaster. So, uh, win for Himeka. Uh, the match after that was... Oh, this match, she did not have her gear, so she had to wear uh, Micah's gear. Um, oh, boy. And a t-shirt. Was that yesterday and, or today? And... That was yesterday. Uh, All right, okay. That was in the Natsupoi tag, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the the creator of the manga, of the star manga, made a picture of Micah getting back the the gear and sniffing it because Micah is a fucking pervert and that's the funniest thing I've seen all week. That is that sure is something, huh? And and I think Micah replies like, hey, I wouldn't do that in secret. I'd do that in front of everybody. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like maybe that was a, a mistranslation, but I was like, you what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't uh I don't know. I I try not to question Micah anymore. Um, I love Micah. Yeah. Um, the next match on the show was uh, Hina, Sai Kamatani, and Utami Hashishita of Queen's Quest wrestling to a 15-minute draw with Mum Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Rina. Uh, the match after that is Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Micah, and Julia of DDM beating the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Micah pinned Waka. Shocker. And in the main event, we had Konami, Amisore, Mirai, and Suri of God's Eye beat the Stars team of Momokogo, Hazuki, Saeida, and Mayu Iwatani. Mirai pinned Ida with a lariat. So, At least she beat her with, with the respectful finish. 
Yeah. Because you know, Ida only loses to the best moves, of course. You know, you know how last year we we kept like pointing out how um, Don Almondo was winning all the time. Uh, just looking, just browsing, um, Stardom's result page. Uh, God's Eye are I in the lost. photo of the the last four shows. <laughs> so, dude, they as a group, none of the members have lost to anybody except for themselves. That's amazing. That is actually insane. And like since since they since they co- they've been a team together. They're getting that DDM like push, huh? Yeah, I mean, that was also another source of discourse. Uh, was the gods I pushed? But I, I don't really care that much about. I think that was like, oh well, a new faction getting like getting pushed. Who would have thought? The only the only faction that hasn't gotten that push was Jungle Assault Nation because <laughs> they fucking hate Jungle. Because uh, <laughs> every single year they have a new faction that they push really hard, um, at least to a degree. Only faction that didn't was Jan. Uh, yeah. And when they did get pushed, it ended in like three weeks. And Nasco said, I fucking hate teaming with you, Jungle. Never make me do that again. Because <laughs> just fuck Jungle Kiona, I guess. I don't know. But I, I thought that was funny. It is. Um, but our last show to review was earlier today. Uh, this is on May 4th, Golden Week Fight Tour. Uh, this is in Kumamoto City. Uh, they did 270 fans for this one. Uh, the opener was Rina beating Hina in just over seven minutes. Uh, the, match after that was... <laughs> the match after that was Tekla and Natsupoi beating Momokogo and Hanan. Uh, First time they ever teamed together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were, we were saying that. Um, Natsupoi beat Momokogo with the, uh, the ferrying ring. Uh, the match after that is Mai Sakurai, Himeka, Micah, and Julia of Donald Armando beating the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Julia tapped Waka out with the Stealth Viper. So, uh, Jesus Christ. Waka's just taking every move of every person and yes. losing to it. Yes. Uh, the match after that then is Azuki, Koguma, Saeida, and Mayu Utani of Stars wrestling to a 15-minute draw with Momo and Ale, Starlight Gate, Roka, and Saki Kashima of Oedo Tai. Mm. No idea. No idea why they did two Oedo Tai draws in a row. But here we go. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not. No, no. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the main event then was uh, Konami, Amisore, Mirai, and Siri beating Lady C, Sayakamatani, Utami Hashishta, and Azami of Queen's Quest. Uh, Amisore pinned Lady C with the Brainbuster. So, poor Lady C, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Like I mean, I mean, Amisore is a better wrestler than Lady C. Like I, and I'm not asking for Lady C to beat Amisore, but. She's just, uh, she's never gonna progress as as a in terms of like placement on the card. I've said it ever. She, she is Leo Onizaki. That is it. That is her role. She was born to beat you, but then she never wins. Hell yeah. Um. So with that, we're on to the preview section. We have three shows to preview. Lots of shows to talk about today because uh, Golden Week is insane. So this uh, first show to preview is tomorrow, the fifth of May, as the Fukuoka Goddess Festival. So it happened last night, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> this, this show happens yeah. in 12 hours, Alex, yeah. from the time we're recording it. By the time I get this up, uh, this show will have happened. But it's okay. It's a B-tier pay-per-view. It's, it's, it's fine. You keep saying that, but the more you say it, the more I think something fucking stupid's gonna happen, man. Why would they have something crazy happen in Fukuoka? Because... Uh... 
like, I don't know. Like, my use win the SWA belt, that's meaningful. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. I feel, it. I just have, like, this this weird feeling. Once nothing happens, I'm just going to sound like a psychopath. But, like, some, I don't know. It's a funny feeling, man. Okay. Um, so the opener of this show is Waka Skalma versus Hina. So, um, imagine Hina wins. I don't know. I hope she wins. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, if, imagine if this is her punishment for uh, going to school. It's uh, <laughs> she loses to Waka Sugiyama, uh in a singles match too. Well, Waka has gear now, so she might be above the teenagers. I don't really know though. I don't. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to wait. I don't see. know. Hina, Hina losing to Rina does kind of make me think that she might lose to Waka. Because mm. uh, I thought that the Hina Rina match would go to a draw. Uh, but, and I mean, they, they usually keep it. So like Rena wins and Hina wins and then Rena wins and like, they can always just beat each other, but I don't know if she's, if she's more, I feel like Waka has to pin Mai. Like, I feel yeah. like that's gotta be yeah. her first win. So I think she, I think she loses to Hina. Okay. Uh, the match after that then is, uh, Hanan, Saida and Momokogo of Stars versus Saki Kashima, Raka and Rena of Ueda Tai. Um, yeah, presumably Ueda Tai wins here. Life is life's bad. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Um, so the match after that, <laughs> this is the Queen's Quest team of Tami Hashishta, Azumi, and Lady C versus uh, the OG Cosmic Angels team, who are, as we know, oh brother, um, the Cosmic Angels are of course uh, trying to win this for Liger. So I, <laughs> I am convinced Mina is going to show up in Liger cosplay because there was a video today. On Stardom's Twitter, I'm down. There was a video on Stardom's Twitter. That's the way she goes Nagi over. had uh, her had Mina's suitcase open, and they found like this Liger stuff, this Liger gear. So presumably, Mina will will dress like Liger for this match, which will be very funny. Mina's just trying to find something. <laughs> like, like she she really like. What injury did she have? Wasn't it like a fucking arm injury or something? Or was that like? I have no idea. Because it feels like it feels like she had a concussion and has just been like just del- delirious ever since. <laughs> like, because she's just trying to find something. That I don't. I, this could be fun though. Uh, honestly, Lady Season Seasons match still so doesn't matter. Uh, none of this matters. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 trio is not losing here. Um. The next match on the card is God's Eye versus DDM in an elimination match. So this is Suri, Rai, Amisore, and Konami. This is Julia, Himeka, Natsupoi, and Mai Sakurai. I know God's Eye wins a lot. I feel like DDM should be the first ones to beat them. Um, in a match like this I don't is a know. good spot. It is. But that would imply somebody pins or defeats Sherry and Mirai. Well, they're doing the elimination match, so I assume the over-the-top rule is in play. That's usually what they do for elimination tags. I haven't specified, but I yeah. assume so. No, they, they do. Yeah, it's it's almost always... Honestly, most tag matches in Stardom are kind of over-the-top. Like, even that gauntlet was just randomly like, oh yeah, over-the-top also, also counts, I guess, for... Just out of nowhere. So uh, it's always safe to assume that that's a rule. I still just don't know if they defeat Konami, Mirai, and Shuri. Even over the top rope, that's hard to do. Uh, I don't know. 
I think I think God's eye keeps it. All right. Keeps the streak. Well, we are split here, but um, that's okay. Uh, the match after that then is the SWA World Women's Championship. Uh, it is Tekla defending against Mayu Iwatani. Um, Mayu is almost certainly winning. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, I feel for Tekla. I, I I don't know if you ever did end up going back and watching the the promo that she cut the press conference. It actually got a little bit of traction on on Twitter. A lot of people were liking it because it was a really good uh, promo. And I, I I watched it again the other day. I was like, man, I really hope she gets that belt back. Like you know, sometime later this year because like she really could do a lot with it. And it's a shame that you know they kind of have higher priorities here. And it's like I understand why, but I was just like, she definitely could keep the belt uh but she isn't because it's maya so uh, do you think this goes anywhere the maya thing because i feel like every day it's like oh well allegedly this guy in stardom um who who talked to this guy who talked to this guy who talked to this guy who talked to kenny omega who talked to, to tony khan said that maybe stardom might want to hang it's like who fucking knows like you know but do you think this this leads to yes what Mayu says it will and she'll go overseas to do something yes Mayu will defend this belt against some foreign wrestler dope yeah um the match after that then is a goddess of stardom championship match it is starlight kid and mom watanabe defending against fwc which is koguma and hazuki um i don't really see koguma and hazuki winning the belts back at this stage um i feel like one of the hometown wrestlers has to win a match here stardom does not succumb to that nonsensory they go to fukuoka like once every two years maybe like this is this is the first I, I looked this up, the stat up. This is the second time that Koguma and Hazuki competed on a Fukuoka card together. First time since 2015. Uh, his, and they've only wrestled like Hazuki's only wrestled like six times maybe in Fukuoka. Uh, so this is a very like special occasion. Uh, I don't know if and also they don't usually do rematches like this. They don't. I feel like FWC might win. I don't know. I don't really see it. They like to give Oedo Tai like one defense title reigns. Yeah, like, I mean, they've done this like, like twice Kid and Momo, before. They they really have gotten super in behind Kid and Momo, so I I don't really see them dropping all right. Well, I haven't, so I think they should drop it. All right. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, would do you have Kid and Momo drop the belts before they get a a big defense against Aphrodite or something? I don't think so. Honestly, I hate to say it. I think Kid challenges Saya after Saya beats Mirai. Oh hell yeah! That's what I've been waiting for. Saya and Kid have the best chemistry. That's gonna be amazing. I don't think that's true. It I don't. Means. I don't. I don't agree Just with you. What? I don't. I actually don't action. agree with you. Just stop it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Kid and Momo retaining here. I think after we see take some. Especially after that fucking Cinderella run, where they both kind of proved that they were like incredibly competent at everything. I, I think I think that they kind of I, I could see Koguma and Koguma and Hazuki winning. Mm. This is copium. This is probably mostly copium, but I could see it. Okay, sure thing. Um, so the match. Uh, the main event, then, is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It is Saya Kamatani defending against Micah. Um, so they still... First time Micah challenges for the white belt. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. I, I, I feel like she's challenged for it like 17 times, but it's just been the red belt, the feature belt. 
Yeah, she um she mainly went for the red. Um, so they do have again an unspecified move on the line here. Um, presumably. Oh shit! Yeah. So okay. yeah, like presumably yeah. it's I, the I Phoenix forgot. Splash because what well, what else would be on the line? Um. And if that is the case, then there's not a hope in hell Saya loses. And I'm not really... Sh- I don't think she loses anyway. Um, you know... The, the thing one is, thing. okay, people can say Micah is from Fukuoka or whatever. Micah is not white belt kind of person. And I, I'm pretty sure Stardom knows that. Like, if anything, she's a red belt. I disagree. Her. Well, I mean, yeah. But I, I think that she could win the white belt. Um, she's a very emotionally driven wrestler. She just holds it uh close to the chest uh the one thing that kind of makes me wonder is that allegedly um in a recent video with kota ibushi saya said that she gets really nervous when she goes to do the phoenix splash right uh or something along those lines so do they did they just throw that in there just so she doesn't have to do anymore and there's like a reason for it I don't think so. She would. I, like, I feel like she. I don't think so either. It. I don't think that they could. I mean, it's the same thing with like the Uedo dance when they were like, "Oh, we don't want to do this anymore, but we can't just stop doing it." So they put it in a stipulation. Like, I don't know. I don't think Mike. I I don't think so. I think Sai wins here. Uh, but that's always possible. I don't know. I'm just not sure. Mike is um in this belt. If Micah does get it, she probably loses immediately to Mariah, and I think that's so stupid. Yes, that would be that would be pretty bad, but um, I don't know. I just Mike Micah just doesn't seem like a white belt wrestler to me. She she will one day eventually get the red belt unless they they completely destroy her credibility. Um, but like I don't I don't really see her as a white belt kind of person. I I can see that. I mean, do y'all know? What happened? So, uh, we're we're kind of just talk. We're just doing this for ourselves, because uh, tomorrow, once this releases, we're either gonna look. One of us is gonna well, look really stupid. The, there's um, some people <laughs> who will watch it on a delay who might want a, a preview. You never know, because this isn't live on TV. Uh, so uh, I don't know. People are gonna have to wait. Is it on pay per view? It's on pay per view, but it's not airing live on Samurai or anything like that. So the people who use those kind of services won't get to watch it live unless they pay hmm. yeah. big japan wrestling got the spot, watch got the slot instead yes yes uh which i hear they're doing uh, not great not not great this is your oklahoma show yeah never mind I, I'm, I'm thinking of something else i'm pretty sure big japan has been on the verge of dying for forever now <laughs> well yes but no i i think it was it was freedoms that ran an arena where they couldn't do any death matches <laughs> like they was like oh no glass no thumbtacks no uh, no excessive blood and it's like wait what we're freedoms like how does that what uh but maybe it was big japan maybe it was freedoms i don't remember i i'm I'm i fucking, don't know i suck it sounds like a gcw yeah. thing <laughs> um anyway that did happen to GCW. yes it did um so we have two more shows to preview after the pay-per-view uh the first Jeez. is on the 7th of may uh, this is Stardom Golden Week Fight Tour. It is in the Edion Osaka Arena number two. Uh, the opener is Saya Kamatani versus Rina. So uh, Saya going to win there. Dari Desuka, I wonder who wins. Mm. 
Veneer. <laughs> uh, the next match is Natsupoi yeah, and Tekla teaming again uh, versus Hanan and Saeida. Mm, that actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, what's the chances Hanan takes a fall again? Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Incredibly high. Oh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Tekla and Natsupoi go for the tag belts. I feel like that team, for whatever reason, just sounds really good. Because they're both really good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, the next match on the card uh, is Utami Hashishta, Azumi, Lady Z, and Queen's Quest versus Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, Unaga Seaka, and Waka Skiyama of the Cosmic Angels. I... Sometimes Queen's Quest wins. Yes. I believe I deserve financial compensation for watching all of these Cosmic Angels 8-woman tags. This is a cruel and unusual punishment. See, that's why I don't do it. Yeah. I'm considering it because they are all the same match. <laughs> even Dude, the I, biggest Cosmic Angel fans are annoyed at this shit. Like it is it is not I looked at uh I looked at Scott's match guide uh yeah. yesterday and he has watched thirty seven uh like roughly thirty seven to forty stardom matches this year. Mm -hmm. Um I started my match guide like two, three weeks late. And I've watched, uh, I think the most is, I've seen Koguma wrestle 30 times. So, Scott watches every single match. Because, like, I, I missed, like, the first, like, that's insane. And he doesn't complain that much. And I'm like, is he mentally there? Because, like, I feel like he should, I feel like he should be more, like, brain rotted with all of the delicious that he's had to hear over the past year. Like, uh, I don't know how he's such a good writer. Because, like, if I watched every single Cosmic Angels match that has ever happened, I would I would retire on the spot. <laughs> I would be done. I don't know how he's as smart as he is. Because, like, I don't, like, that's just not right. And he's got, like, a full-time job, too. And he still has time to watch Cosmic Like, that's crazy. <laughs> how did you How did you get to this point? Like, he's going to hear this. <laughs> Bobby's got... Like he's gonna hear Everybody. you say how is he, he he cannot be mentally well. <laughs> oh, no, if like fucking if I list, if I heard if I watched Cosmic Angels forty times this year, like I don't know. I I mean I've watched them like thirty, I think. So it's like it's not like I'm that far behind, but I know that I'm mentally not all there. Uh, that's the difference. I am concerned for Scott's health because he's watching them more than me. He's going to get, like, stardom-related dementia or something. Space dementia, in fact. Right. Uh, I have no idea what happened there, but uh, me and Dylan couldn't hear each other. Um, but we're back. So the next match on the show is the God's Eye team taking on Saki Kashima, Uraka, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe of Oedo Tai. Uh, I have this one going to a draw. Oh, Jesus, no. I mean... It, it, God's Eye wins. Are you sure? Gotta be I mean, one draw. Konami can beat Uraka. Gotta be a draw somewhere. No, I I don't think God's Eye draws. I don't think they do that unless right. it's like a very like big time team. Okay. Like an all star team type of thing. I, I don't think that they do that. It is kind of a shame because you look at like when Konami like soft retired and Rock was crying her eyes out and now Konami's about to beat the shit out of her. Mm. Like <laughs> that's really fucked up to think about for a second. Very much so. Um. The main event down of the show is an eight-woman tag. It's Mayu Watani, Koguma, Hazuki, and Momokogo 
versus the Donna Del Mondo team of Julia, Micah, Hameka, and my Sakurai. So, Stars probably win. My Sakurai really has just really fucked up DDM. Yes. Because, like, once upon a time, a few months ago, like, every single DDM match was, like, almost much must-watch. And now, they really just have a have a a hanging my sakurai uh but yeah i think queen's quest wins wait not queen's quest queen's quest is in this match uh <laughs> stars who the fuck else was it stars yeah i think stars should win i think they could you know okay. i think there needs to be one non-god's eye or uh ddm main event tag win that's very specific but you go i mean um kind of <laughs> um anyway the the last show to preview the last show we'll have to talk about today was is on the 8th of may as in the Nagoya Congress Center event hall. Um, the opener is a rematch from the pay-per-view. It's Waka Skiyama versus Hina. So, I have no clue. Wait, versus Hina? Yeah. Why? I don't know. They're doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of them goes to a draw. What's up with Queen's Quest? Like, like, so, Queen's Quest doesn't have Miyu, and... Because like she's at home or whatever, and they're just like leaving Hina out to dry in like these uh these early like these preliminary matches. They really just have nothing to do with with Queen's Quest right now. Yes. Like even remotely. Nothing. That's wild. <laughs> um. So yeah, what do you think happens in this match? I don't know now. Yeah. Maybe maybe the maybe the. Maybe you're right, like the pay-per-view match goes to like a 10-minute draw, mm. and this one, Hina wins, or Waka wins. Uh, I think Hina wins still. Right. I, I don't I don't think that Waka gets her win over Hina this week, but right. who fucking knows? I, I know they were running back that quick. No, same. Uh, that's, that's or maybe, maybe Hina wins in like 15 seconds with the Gato Clutch. Oh, that'd be fun. On yeah. one of the shows. Like, on one of the shows, yeah. and then the other one is, like... I, I think that'd be cool. Alright. Um, so the next match is a Captain's Fall tag match. It is Utami Hashishita, Sayakamitani, and Lady C of Queen's Quest. This is Micah, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai of the EDM, and Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi Sayaka of the Cosmic Angels. Oh. So... I was very confused, because I was like, why is it... Like, what... What's the use of Captain's Fall in, in a very normal three on three? But three on three on three makes sense. Mm -hmm. This could be pretty decent. Like, I mean, they're, they're, this could be fun, at least. Yeah, it should be it's all right. Unique. Um, interesting match. Um, presumably, Cosmic Angels will come away with the win. Um, but we will yeah. have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, it's probably Cosm. Yeah. Uh, the next match on the card is Azami versus Koguma. <laughs> Just... Oh wait, 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 wait! Let's go back to the last match for a second. That implies that, uh, like, some pretty big deals have to lose. Well, see, the thing is, it's for Queen's Quest to lose. For for Queen's kind Quest of. to lose, that would be it would be difficult. Yeah, well, it's a captain's fall, so I mean, I guess you could get around it. Um, unless they. No, that's what I mean. Is that like Queen's... captain's fall? Unless they make Lady C the captain, oh, <laughs> like that, Tommy has to lose. Yeah. They might. I don't know. They might have or to draw, has to lose. draw the captains or something. I don't know. Um, you oh, see, you can lose as well if the other two members are beaten. 
So either like if the captain loses, then the team is out, or if the captain's other two team members lose, the team is out. So they might do that to really? kind of work thought, around some of it. I thought it was elimination until the captain loses. So did I. I didn't know that. Stardom's was... uh, purple writing here has has confirmed that that is not the case. So that's not how that match it's works. Not at but all. okay. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, the Azumi and Koguma. Why not? I'm actually excited for that. Uh, they've only had one singles match. You know that? No, I didn't. It went to a draw. It was late last year. Oh. It was a high-speed match, in fact. Because uh, this was like... Or not late last year. It was like a couple weeks after Koguma got back. Azumi's like, Hey, you used to do high-speed oh, yeah, stuff. Was I was chasing you for years. I remember now. It was that Corbin. Yeah. And she's like... She's like, we doing this under true high-speed rules. Ten minutes, we're about to beat the shit out of each other. And they ran at each other. And then, I, I feel like it might have been a double count-out. But I think it was just a ten-minute time limit draw. Uh, it, it was a time, time limit. Yeah. But it was really good. I remember it being pretty decent. All right. Yeah, this would be fun. Uh, maybe Koguma wins, set up a title match. I don't know. That's probably what happens. Yeah. I can see that. All right. Um, the match after that then is the stars team of Mayu Ubatani, Saeeda, Hanan, Hazuki, and Momo Kogo versus the Uedo Tai team of Saki Kashima, Rina, Ruaka, Starlight Kid, and Momo Anabe. So that could go either way, really. Yeah. I think you know who I want to win. Of course. <laughs> yeah. um, the main event then of the show is uh, the God's Eye team of Siri, Mirai, and Ami Sore versus Julia, Hemeka, and Natsupoi of Don Del Mondo. Wait, so Konami's gone by now? Yeah. Damn. Uh, it's Julia... Wait, who is it on Julia, the DDM team? Natsupoi, and Hemeka. Ooh, that's going to be hard for... God's eye to win. You think it goes to a half hour draw? Fuck. Or do you think that the uh, experienced team just pins at me? Because I mean, you know, it's it's going to a draw. Yeah, maybe, possibly. I mean, like, fucking Ami and Shuri didn't lose to the former tag team champions, double challengers for the world championships, like in Ami's like second match. Like, I, I don't see them giving away a God's Eye loss like that. That's fair, I guess. All right. Um, well, that's all the stuff to preview. Um, lots and lots to talk about there. So um, that went a while. But um, we will be back next week to review some of this stuff and preview uh, not only New Blood 2, but also a Cork and Hall show. So a lot of fun coming up. I will be in Chicago um, when we record next week. Oh, lovely. Uh, so that'll be yeah i'm going home for a week so that's you know our train ride from hell uh <laughs> i was about to say something but i was like i don't know if i could say that um but yeah so you know we we will be back next week um i hope you enjoyed all of the slanders remarks we made um if you didn't get at us on twitter and we will fight you um just like eddie kingston would Shout out to the shout out to the OG. All right. <laughs> if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo.
fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.